Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for October 24th, 2011, with news pouring in from all over the world. We start in the United States. While economic problems continue to dominate the headlines, car sales continue to be one of the few bright spots in the American economy. Wards reports that the October SAR, or Seasonally Adjusted Annual Selling Rate, could come in at 13.6 million units. And that would be up 15% over a year ago, and that's mainly thanks to Toyota and Honda getting back to normal levels of production. Wards predicts both companies will make significant gains in market share. And it says the total market will be down somewhat compared to September, but that normally happens and the month-over-month decline will be smaller than in the past. And now to China, where there's bad news for Volkswagen and Audi. The government is about to introduce new regulations that will essentially prohibit government officials from driving foreign brand cars. Today, VW and Audi dominate that market. Not only is the government banning foreign brand cars for government officials, it's limiting what they can buy. Right now, they can spend up to $39,000 on a car with a 2-liter engine, but going forward, they can only spend $28,000 on a car with a maximum of a 1.8-liter engine. It's all about boosting sales of cars from Chinese companies. And speaking of China, the price of a set of license plates in the city of Shanghai has hit an average of almost $8,500. The city issued 9,000 license plates last month, but 19,000 people actually applied for them. Get this, people. That turns into nearly a billion dollars a year in license plate fees, and that's just coming from one city. Now to the Southern Hemisphere, where Rolls-Royce is expanding its global footprint. The super luxury brand just announced plans to enter South America marking the first time in history that its cars will officially be available on the continent. The fast-growing markets of Brazil and Chile are its main focus. Back to the States for a moment, where Google has set a goal of hitting one million miles with its autonomous cars. So far, they've been driving in cities, on country roads, on expressways, and they've also done all of this at night. And they've done all this with cars driving themselves with no human input. Progress marches on. And now we end up in North Africa. Libyan rebels won a great victory against Muammar Gaddafi and his oppressive regime. Ragtag freedom fighters battled government forces with whatever weapons they could scrounge up or even make. The Telegraph reports industrious insurgents constructed a battle tank. This Conestoga wagon-like vehicle is built on top of a bulldozer and features double-thick steel armor reinforced with concrete. Painted in the colors of Libya's new flag and emblazoned with Arabic script praising God, the armored earth mover bristles with five machine guns and a tank cannon on top. It was designed to take out sniper positions on rooftops. 
Coming up next, some of the technological progress being made on developing electric cars. Look at this. Bridgestone's using natural rubber, researching ways to enhance its quality and performance, and making their factories more environmentally friendly, producing products that save on fuel and emissions, and some that can be reused again, and promoting eco-friendly and safety driving campaigns. One team, one planet. Bridgestone. Converting vehicles to become electrically powered can be easier than most people might think, especially if all you have to do is convert the rear axle. ZF recently unveiled its latest contribution to the cause. Take a look. I'm standing here with Dr. Peter Altenbrook, the Chief Technical Officer of the ZF Group. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. It is my pleasure. And I'm intrigued by what we're looking at here. I mean, to me, this looks like the axle with electric motors in it for an electric car. Do, do I have that right? That is perfectly right. Um, electric drives is one of the answers to the question, how can we reduce fuel consumption? And so also ZF is contributing to that. And we have two principles here. One that we can see here is an axle with built-in two electric motors. They are not in the wheel, they are close to the wheel. So we have reduced unsprung masses um, and they allow to handle both wheels differently. That independently. Independently and that means a plus, a advantage in driving um, ability. Both motors have 30 kilowatts, and so you can run a, let's say, A-class vehicle with this electric drive. Another advantage is that there is nothing in between. So no, no axle shafts or no anything like that. No axle shafts, no nothing, and so one of the, let's say, issues with the electric cars is the battery. Mm -hmm. And so here we provide some extra space for our customers to put the batteries in. You could package them right in between. Right, and there's nothing that is in the way. Will we see this in production anytime soon? Ask our customers. <laughs> we just present... You can't give it away, that's nah. right. We, we, but it looks production ready. Yeah, it looks quite nice, yeah. right. Uh, we are testing it and I think next year we will be ready to put it into our customer's car and then we'll see. Next year, eh? Okay. Dr. Rottenberg, thanks so much for bringing us up to speed on this. It was my pleasure. Thank you very much. And that wraps up this report on the latest news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.